Okay, hey, it's Future Riley here. I, 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 got, I, got, I got away from the robots. They're attacking, but, but I just wanted to come in and real quick let you know that the audio quality in this episode isn't great because I recorded it on my phone outside in the car where I could get a little bit of peace and quiet for a few minutes, and, and so that's why it's not great, all right? I didn't get to bring my laptop on vacation, and I didn't get to finish this week's episode, so it got pushed back to next week, and now you have this. Okay, enjoy. I gotta go hide. Hello, welcome to the Board Game Community Show. I'm your host, Riley Stock, and today we have a little bit of a different episode because I went on vacation and didn't pack my laptop, so I couldn't edit, finish editing the episode that was supposed to come out for this one. So you got me, just me. Uh, I'm going to answer a couple of the standard interview questions I have. Uh, I don't have a lot of interview questions because I like to keep it pretty free flow. But one of the ones you may have noticed repeating was what got you into board games. And I know I've talked about it a little bit, but as I think more about it, it's, you know, like when you're a kid, you do play a lot of board games. And then at some point you stop playing them for whatever reason, you know, it's, it's not cool anymore, or your friends are doing other things or video games are now a thing or, or you're in a band, all those things. So then, uh, I had like a, a church group or something that started playing like Catan and Ticket to Ride. And so I started getting into games that way. And then eventually I like, I, I really liked playing those games. And then a lot of them were party games like Celebrity or uh, Telestrations or, you know, Charades, whatever. But Eventually, I saw Marvel Legendary at a game store that I went to, and I was really excited because I was like, oh, a Marvel game? This looks really cool. I didn't know anything about deck building, didn't know anything about uh, this style of game. For all I knew, it was like, oh, well, normally IP games aren't great. Got it, and I absolutely loved it. Played it all the time, and it was my favorite for years and years and years. I mean probably a good like six years I would play it the most and and probably still to date I haven't played a game more than I played that game and I still love it I think that you know we've played Harry Potter's Hogwarts battles I think I really messed that name up (laughs) but uh you know, I've played the Harry Potter deck building game and my wife and I really like that. She's never played the Marvel one because she's not a big Marvel fan. But I think after playing Harry Potter, she might actually enjoy the Marvel Legendary one. So I'm going to try that. Uh, what are my favorite games? I would have to say Marvel Champions is one of my favorites. I would bet that Marvel uh, Legendary still is up there. I just haven't played it since Marvel Champions came out. And let's see, what else, what else? I like the Marvel Villainous game. I think that's better than the Disney Villainous game. And, huh, I mean, Wingspan's up there right now for me. I just got Horrified, and Horrified's so far pretty fun, though it's been too easy. Adding a new monster after the intro game will probably help toughen it up and make it a little more challenging and rewarding. So I've got a lot, and I should have thought about this before I started recording, but I did not. 
What do I enjoy doing outside of board games? Like, let's go out of the board game space. I like to eat, eat, eat. I love trying new foods. I like doing lots of things. Hi, family. I'm recording in my car because we're staying in a family house down in a really small town. And so my family just, or my wife's family just walked by and I was waving to them. So a little bit of a distraction. Uh, And actually this has been really fun because they like playing games. And so we brought two duffel bags full of games. I brought 13 games and we, uh, last night we were playing some and, excuse me, my sister-in-law said, you know what? I'm going to issue a challenge right here, right now. This week, we're playing all of the games you brought. And I was like, challenge accepted. Yes. So after I finish recording this, we're probably going to play Disney Villainous with like seven people, which will be a really long game, but it should be really fun. Anyways, back to what I do outside of board games. Uh, I... I make a biological soil conditioner. It's my dad's thing. And I help people bring their soil to life using microbes. So bacteria and fungi. And it's really, really fun. It's called Back to Feed. You can look it up. You could go to rsbacktofeed.com and see my website. And that's what I do in the real world. I also like designing board games, but that's board game related. Oh, no. Uh, Hiking. There's so many things. I'm very, very like diversified in what I like doing. TV shows, movies, video games, so, so much. I'm sure you know so much of this from listening to past episodes. All right, let's jump to Twitter. In Twitter, on Twitter, inside the Twitter world, I asked two questions and I said that I would read all of the answers on here. So the two questions are, what game or games do or would you take on a trip with you? Relevant because I'm here in a very small town and I took a ton of games. What's your? And then the second question is, what's your favorite game night snack? So first, I've got the Space Meeple. And they said, the mind, it's a family favorite that is made more fun by little phrases and signals they use and then their favorite snack quality crisps or chips as you might call them but chips as we call them would be greasy mess be a greasy mess so they definitely would be banned which I actually really agree with because I I'm so OCD about my cards and eating greasy things or chocolates when it's hot and like your fingers get sticky and I'm just like no, don't mess up my board game. Don't don't touch the cards. But sometimes I just have to get over it, especially with a smaller game like The Mind. If my copy of The Mind got messed up, I think I would just be like, well, it's a game that gets used a lot and I could go buy another copy for 10 or 15 bucks, whatever it is. Uh, that's the Rob Davio method. He talks about if a game gets used enough that it gets worn down to the point where you need to replace it, then it's worth giving that company more of your money. Rick Lorenzon, 
He said probably Wingspan, Quacks, Splendor, and Monopoly Deal, which Quacks is huge. I'm, I think if he's oh maybe he's not talking about. I don't know. Anyways, great ones. I brought Mind, the Mind, and Wingspan, uh, and my mother-in-law brought Splendor. So we've got a lot of those games so far. And then his snacks would be popcorn is about all I can manage to eat. I usually get too focused on a game to even think about eating. Love it. Yes, my type of gamer. My buddy Room Escape Artist. So that's David, David Spira, who was on a couple episodes ago. He said love letter and cookies are brown. Oh my goodness, can I speak? No, it's super hot in this car. Cookies or brownies, whatever Lisa just baked. Which, yes, awesome. I'm coming your way. We're having a game night, and I'm going to eat all those cookies and brownies she eats or bakes. Dang it. I really can't talk or think in this heat. Uh, let's see. Brian Chandler said lots of small boxes. He sent a photo. Uh, they're currently in vacation at a cabin. Woohoo! So perfect. They did bring a ton of games. I'll read through. The picture and tell you which uh which of them they brought which was a mix of new and old games so they've got phase 10 sushi go a game of thrones hand of the king uh mint control a lord of the rings game that i can't see what it is and don't recognize the cover uh, another one the mind yay gloom oh that's a fun one anomia exit the game uh dune imperium Agropolis. There's another wallet game that I can't see. Oh, I can't even read what that one is. Nui Meme? I don't know. Super Skill Pinball. Truffle Shuffle. Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle. We brought that one. Ticket to Ride New York. We brought the regular Ticket to Ride. Uh, King Domino. The Fox in the Forest. Citadels. Corinth. The Science and Seance. Seance Society. Wow, yeah, that's a lot of games. They brought a good amount of games that look great. And then Brian said, raw almonds, no mess. Oh, that's so smart and easy, and they're not oily or anything. Great call. Stop, drop, and roll. So this would be Re, probably. Uh, she said, coup, dungeon mayhem, and pugs and mugs. What? That's one of your own games, which looks adorable. I love it. All easy to learn and easy to play games. Good fun, even for non-gamers. Oh, I love it. Chips and dips away from the games, of course. Oh, I had a heart attack there. I was like, chips, greasy chips and dip? No, no, no. Oh, but they're, uh... yeah, no, that's, that's great. So... Yeah, and that's how I do a lot of my game nights is like I'll have a snack table or something and sometimes we'll like eat and snack and talk for a little while and then we go and play games. Board Game Solutions said games. There's usually one of the flux games and some sort of roll and write with a little dice bowl. Snacks, just simple hard candy, sugar-coated chocolates. No messy card game cards or game pieces. Very smart. Person after my own heart. Blue Hand Gamer said Munchkin Loot Letter. Uh, Boy Bowang Cornick. All flavors are good. What is that? I'm going to have to look that up. Uh, Lindsay VG said 
Skull Square Off Ascension Popcorn. Yes, so good. John Wood, hey, that's my mentor. He mentored me in the tabletop uh, mentorship program. Love that guy. Tussie Mussy, High Society, and Lucky Luau. Luau. And he said he eats victory points. <laughs> and you can see why I love that guy. Unless victory points is an actual snack. Oh my goodness, that's a genius idea for a snack. For gamers. It's like a, ga a snack designed just for board gamers. Love it. Uh, <laughs> Sky Larson, he said, Sushi Go Party, Star Realms, maybe Wingspan if there's room. Well, we brought Wingspan. There's always room for Wingspan. And then he said, just a caffeinated drink nearby. Mugs and Magic. They said, the game and Love Letter, both quick, fun card games. And then Kettle Corn, we love sweet and salty. BCB Ryan over at the Cardboard Conjecture. Uh, I feel like I just messed that up. I am so sorry. But I actually started listening to their podcast. Uh, just last week, and it is really, really good. So go check them out. He said, I have my Quiver Time carry case ready to go with Bonanza, For Sale, Biblio, Sushi Go, Archaeology, New Expedition, Cockroach Poker, Port, Roy Port, Roy Ugh, Port Royale, Port Royal? I don't know which it is. Port Royal, I think. Anyway, and Flux. Then Chips and Dip, and those little mini chocolate bars you give away at Halloween. Oh, that's good. That's a good little snack size thing. Easy to clean up and manage. Matthew, Matthew said, if I could only take one game, I would probably, it would probably be Sagrada. If I could take several, Sagrada, Biblios, Race for the Galaxy, Patchwork, Carcassonne, and Point Salad. As for snack, beer and pretzels. Chris, Unfringed. Uh, oh man, I can't remember how to say this name. Jait, Jaipur? Jaipur, I'm sure you know what it is and you're yelling it at me right now. And I can hear it. I just can't pronounce it. So Jaipur, Hypur, and Agricola. All creatures, great and small. And then hummus plus any kind of dippers. Oh, love it. Hummers and there's like a pita bread that I love to do. Cardboard Games said we would definitely take our first game, Rumski. Great card game you can take anywhere, and probably our newest game on Kickstarter, Hex 4. As for the snack, it's got to be Red Vines. So they have a current Kickstarter going called Hex 4, the number 4. You can go check it out. Oh, man, Phil. My buddy Phil over at or Fun Organized Fun. Their Twitter handle is Fun Organized, so I always... That doesn't help with dyslexia. says... Whatever the spreadsheet says is next. That little, that little rug rat. He, uh, their the premise of their podcast. I love it. It's one of my absolute favorite podcasts. Is that they play their games according to a spreadsheet. So they don't actually choose the games. He he has a system in which he puts these his games on a spreadsheet, and then him and his partner play games and i i absolutely love it they've he's been on the podcast he was phil was on phil and mark were in the bonus episodes where we played bunkers and badasses so i just i love those guys and they said crisps nuts 
OMG Bombay mix, which I don't know what that is, but I'll look it up later. Uh, Calvin's Got Game says, well, that's easy. I'm on a trip right now. Time Stories, Arkham Horror, the card game, Back to the Future, Back in Time, Oh My Goods, Fox in the Forest, Duet, Skipbo, and a couple of mystery boxes from the Deadbolt Mystery Society. Those, that is a good list of games. And I assume, since he didn't say what he was going to eat, he's also going to eat those games. And then Cardboard Revolution Co-op. Yay! Hey! I love Tim. He said, I always take a copy of Mysterium and a copy of War Chest on trips. Just a pair of very different games that hit two very different urges. I was going to bring Mysterium on this trip... And I did not. I, I think if I had one space for one more game of that size, I would have brought it. But I've never super loved it. And I've, But I've always been the clue giver and always been teaching the game first time for most people. And so it's like, I'd love to get to play it more than once in a row and be somebody else other than the clue giver. And I feel like maybe I would actually really, really love that game. And then he said, beer and pickle chips. Are pickle chips just pickles that are like, you know, pickle slices or are they actual chips with pickle flavor? I don't know. All right. So that is all of the Twitter responses. That was a good amount. And by so many awesome people. Let's see. I am going to close out here soon. It's going to be a shorter episode because I'm just by myself. All by my... Am I allowed to sing that? I don't know. Don't sue me, please. So any projects I'm working on right now? Well, right now I am helping to organize... We just decided to change the name, I guess, to streamline it all. But It was called Protosynthesis, and it's an online playtesting event. Uh, I had participated in the last one, which was really, really fun. I got to bring my game, Solar Delivery. I think I'm changing the name to Solar Express. Game designers, huh? You're going to change your name all the time. Uh, and and so I got to play test it there. And that was really, really fun. And it was just fun to play games with so many different people uh, and, and get to know people in the community online, you know, like because we can't have an in-person event. And and part of that, the name change from Protosynthesis, we changed it to Protocon Online because we here in Utah have Protocon and, and we're currently planning that for the oh I you know what I'm just gonna say I'm allowed to say it I don't know but I'm helping to plan that helping get ready for that uh, and that's going to be the last January or the last Saturday in January of next year 2022 so if you're near Utah you could totally come to that it will be so much fun or if you're a designer you could sign up and bring your game but before that we've got protocon online and you can sign up for that to either play or to to bring your game and and have people play it sign up early uh, you know it's a lot of work to put together the list of games and we try and fill up some seats the best we can beforehand so that we know everybody has their game being played. Uh, last time, I think nearly everybody got their game played. I was actually the only person that didn't have anyone sign up for the game. I was probably the least known person there, 
which is totally fine. I was a little nervous and it was kind of later in the evening my game slots were. Um, but then I actually ended up having full games and and some of them were like very well established designers that played my games and and that was amazing. It was an amazing experience, got great feedback, wonderful time. Uh, so that's really the only project I'm working on right now. Uh, eventually, I'm going to do another podcast with the same group that we did Bunkers and Badasses with. And you can go on Twitter. We're not, I'm not posting much right now for that account. But if you wanted to just follow what we're going to do there, um, that's going to be Friends and Foe Adventure Co., and and we're just going to do like an actual play. I've written a story to some extent because, you know, with role playing games, they oftentimes go off the rails. So so we're working on that. Uh, but that's in the background because we have to wait for the full game to actually come out. All right. I think that is it. What a weird episode, huh? Just me rambling for what has this been? 20 minutes? Well, I will finish it up. You can follow me at Nerd Out With Us and on Twitter. And if you want somebody to come onto the show, uh, and and I can talk to them, get to know them, and 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 you know we can all get to know them, then just at me or DM me, or you can email me. That's uh, the Board Game Community Show at gmail.com. And even if you just want to talk about games or something, do it. That You're welcome to DM me or, or chat with me, whatever. I, I'm always happy to talk about games with anyone. Uh, I feel like I'm making a lot of new friends through through Twitter and the podcast and the podcast community and the board game community. Everything's just like linked together. It's so, so much fun. Uh, oh, also with Protosynthesis or Protocon Online, we have a Discord. Uh, I'll try and throw an invite in the show notes here and I'll probably try and if I have time I will throw in everyone's at uh, their Twitter handles uh, in the show notes as well. Uh, I am rambling because it is so hot in here. It is oh wow okay it's not that hot I guess 80 degrees. Anyways I'm gonna go inside and play games with my my lovely in-laws and I'm going to have so much fun. Everybody have so much fun. Oh, real quick. I got to come up with a, uh, a ridiculous theme, ridiculous theme for a board game. How about vehicle repair? I'm in a hot car. So vehicle repair, uh, you've got a car that just, Oh, it's an old car. And, and you have like a deck of events that, throw problems at it, you know, like a broken radiator. I don't know that much about cars. Spark plugs need re or fixed. Uh, oh no, the hardest one, the biggest one, transmission busted. Oh man, you got to fix all that. So it's like everybody would work together to, to fix, keep a car running for as long as it can. Uh, maybe it's a road trip. Maybe you're on a road trip and, and these things keep happening, whether they be like, Oh, you, you almost hit a deer. And so you swerved off the road and, uh, and then you got a flat tire and then you've got transmission going out and you're just trying to make it like across the country on a road trip, road trip, the board game. Look how these ideas just evolve as we, as we multiple personality Riley talk about them. 
Uh, anyways, thank you so much for listening. I hope this, uh, if you liked me doing this for some reason, let me know too. And if you're like, please never ever do an episode like this again, also let me know. Uh, I'm thinking about throwing in Twitter uh, interactions like that or Twitter questions uh, to each episode. So if you do like that, let me know that too, or if you think that's a good way. I think that's just kind of a good way to to get to know even more people very briefly in the board game community. So yeah. All right. Until next time, keep nerding out.